Hey everybody, welcome to Central in Janesville, the sermon podcast for the Janesville campus of Central Christian Church. Today we've got a short devotional podcast to go along with our regular Sunday sermon podcasts. This is your campus pastor, Kellen Anderson. Hey everybody, welcome to the devotional today. Uh, today we're going to be talking about loving like Jesus loves. And some people make the choice to loving them a very easy choice. Uh, some people make that choice for us kind of hard, right? But it is still a choice for us to love people either way. Now, it's hard for me to love when people make messes. I just don't like messes. Um, and my kids do that a ton. And, but I still can choose to love them at all times. Um, I don't always, but I should. Now, is there anything that a person could do that you'd say, no, I, like, they're pretty much dead to me. I can't love them. Now, I'm going to tell you a story. Uh, and this comes from a guy named Randy Frazee who writes in, in a book uh, that he titled Think, Act, Be Like Jesus, uh, Becoming a New Person in Christ. And as you hear this story, think about whether or not you could love this person like the guy in this real story does. All right, now, Chris Carrier of Coral Gables, Florida, was 10 years old when a man became so angry with Chris's father that he abducted Chris. The kidnapper burned him with cigarettes, stabbed him numerous times with an ice pick, shot him in the head, and then dumped him out to die in the Everglades. Miraculously, Chris survived and was found. His only lasting physical effect uh, from the ordeal was losing one sight, sight in one of his eyes. His attacker was never captured. Now, Kerry became a Christian and later served as a youth pastor at a church in Florida. And one day, he received word that a man named David McAllister, a 77-year-old frail and blind ex-con living in Miami Beach nursing home, uh, had, this man had confessed to committing this crime all these years ago. So Carrier headed to Miami. Did he take a gun? Did he plot revenge on the way there? Uh, after all, this, the tables were turned now. The old man was helpless, and just as Chris had been helpless all those years ago when McAllister tortured him and shot him, leaving him for dead. But that's not what Chris went to go do. Revenge wasn't on, on Chris's mind. It wasn't his motive. Carrier uh, was going to, uh, was, he was going God's direction with this. He was going to give total forgiveness and amazingly even love to this man who had abducted him. Chris began visiting McAllister regularly and, and often read the Bible and prayed with him. And through these visits, Carrier eventually led McAllister to the Lord. Carrier said, while many people can't understand how I could forgive David McAllister, from my point of view, I couldn't not forgive him. If I'd chosen to hate him all these years or spent my life looking for revenge, then I wouldn't be the man that I am today, the man that my wife and my children love, the man that God has helped me to be. Now, can you imagine actually being Chris in that situation and, and building a relationship with his former tormentor? How is it that someone can, can love a person in these kinds of situations? And how can they do that when some of us, we can't even love people uh, when they call us a name or they, they tell a little lie about us? If we're following Jesus, we have to be able to say, I, I will work to be committed to loving God and to loving other people. But I firmly believe that in order for us to love, to, to love people the way that God loves us, we have to actually know just how great God's love actually is for us. If all we're willing to say is, man, I, I need to love people, and, 
and we're just depending on our own goodness and, and trying to figure out how God, uh, how God, how we're going to love people and God's going to accept us on that because of our behavior. That's not what it's about. It couldn't be further from the truth. God accepts us and loves us because of his behavior. It's who he is and it's what he is all about. We only really know how to fully love when we come to understand just incredibly how big God's love for us is, how fully God loves us in Jesus. So it says in, in 1 John 4, 10 through 12, this is love, not that we loved God, but that he loved us and sent his son as an atoning sacrifice for our sins. Dear friends, since God so loved us, we also ought to love one another. No one has ever seen God, but if we love one another, God lives in us and his love is made complete in us. When this passage from 1 John says, since God loved, uh, so loved us, we also ought to love one another. What it's really talking about there is sacrificial love. Now, sacrificial love looks like the love that we see in the Old Testament with, with Jonathan. Uh, Jonathan was Saul's son. King Saul uh, was ruler of all Israel, and Jonathan, his son, was next in line to be king. But then this guy named David comes along, and God essentially says, David, you're going to be the next king because Saul has failed. And Jonathan could have very well been like, dude, I, I hate this dude. I hate this dude, David. Uh, he's going to take my throne, the thing that belongs to me. And somewhere in the midst of that, Jonathan grew to love David. Uh, he was the one that w should have been in line for king, and he grew to love this guy who was going to take the throne. Uh, there's something powerful in that. Sacrificial love is so powerful, and that's what we see with this kid, Jonathan, in his love for David. Love is always going to be a sacrifice. It's going to be a sacrifice of your pride. Uh, love is going to be a sacrifice of your goals. Love is going to be a sacrifice of so many things. Uh, you know, sometimes I get caught up in wanting to get something done, and, and I neglect my daughters or my wife, and, and that's not love the way that Jesus calls us to love. Love puts others above ourselves. First, uh, John 15, three says, my command is this, love each other as I have loved you. Greater love has no one than this, to lay down one's life for one's friends. My question for you today is, uh, how are you loving sacrificially? Are you going out of your way to love people in a way that, that is, is sacrificial in some way? Are you loving people beyond the way that you, you love yourself even? Um, that's what Jesus did for us. He came and, and he loved in such a way that was he gave up his whole life for you and for me. Today, is that, is that the kind of sacrificial love that you've got going on? And when people hurt you, when people say things about you, are you willing to forgive them and love them even though, uh, to some degree, maybe it hurts you? Because that's what forgiveness does, is that actually you have to take some of that pain on yourself. And so today, um, let's, let's just be challenged to love like Jesus loves. No matter what someone's done to us, let's go out of our way to love in that sacrificial kind of love. Let me pray for you. Lord, I thank you so much for your sacrificial love for us. God, I thank you for stories uh, like this young man named Chris uh, who was able to love the person that tortured him and this person ended up coming to know who Jesus was because of that kind of love. God, I pray that what, whatever we need to give up, whoever we need to be willing to forgive today, God, help us to forgive so that we can love uh, in that sacrificial kind of love like you've loved us. We thank you for your love today, and we pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Thanks, everybody. Hope you guys have a great week. We'll see you next time. 
Thank you for listening to today's podcast from Central and Janesville. Be sure to subscribe to the Central and Janesville podcast to keep up to date with each of our teachings. Thanks.